episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Are we ready to roll? I believe we are ready to roll. Let's get the mic. Are we ready to roll? Microphone check. One, two, what is this? Dude, I do that too. I love oh, doing really? that. Oh, really? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it on Spotlight though. Hold on. <laughs> it's like how I do alien I know, stuff. I do it too all the time. And people every, are like, dude, "What is that?" I'm yeah. just like, "Dude, you just like, <laughs> like you just it's go, a vibrating <laughs> whistle." <laughs> Dude, I saw a concert. One of the weirdest concerts I ever saw was, do you know Bella Fleck? Yeah. Victor Wooten. Yo, dude, come on. Victor Wooten, of course. His brother, fucking Future Man. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. So I saw their band. Okay. Should we crack these real quick? Yeah. (sighs) So that's Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones. Of course, I remember them. So I saw them perform a Christmas. First of all, it's so weird. You like them as a non-musician. Like when I was a kid, I was really into like nerdy bass, you know, nerdy bands because I was a musician. But like, I never thought there was a single fan in the crowd that wasn't a musician. So the fact that there is, is hilarious to me. Like that music is so, to me, only entertaining if you're a musician. I you keep getting surprised at how cultured I am. High <laughs> culture. And highbrow. <laughs> oh no, it's like Bela Fleck and the Fleck really, truly. Is refined. like being a fan of like, uh, ch- watching chess and you're like, I don't play. He's the best banjo player ever. Right. Yeah. But again, that's such a thing you'd be into if you were like a musician, guys. That's funny. If you like bluegrass. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) When you try to when we try to do that, like that sound when you're when you're like kind of halfway laughing and then it just comes out like (laughs) Yeah, so Evan and I just discovered that we both do this. And I don't know anyone else who does this. I always do it. It kind of relaxes me. Yeah. I apologize in advance to everyone listening. Technically, what it is, is it's like you're going like this, and you're going like this. So it's those two things combined. What do they call that in... um, I guess it would be called a, uh, like a, I think it's called like a dual voice note or something like that. It's like when you hit two things at once. Because some, some, there's singers that can do this thing. uh, They can do this thing where they sing really high, and their voice kind of splits into two notes. Which is kind of crazy. Is it real that people could shatter glass with their voice? I bet if you have a thin enough glass and like the angle's right and you can get the voice high. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like vibrations can shatter anything if it's powerful enough. I would imagine that like it comes from something. Someone's hot, vo- like operatic voice goes high enough and powerful enough and the glass is thin enough that you could probably do something to it. That's the kind of guests I want to have. See, that's the kind of guest that would, would be brutal podcast guest because you go man how's that whole shattering thing going like yeah it's powerful and then that's the howard, end of the conversation dude, howard stern had like like he would have weird guests on and he but would he just talk to him for like five minutes radio. yeah well that's not, i not just want someone to half. Come, i just want someone to come on and entertain us for like five or ten minutes and then we <laughs> just can just talk about it for a little bit go. kind of like the like the animal people on the tonight show like the animal guy oh, just comes on. Yeah. Well, those guys are clearly always like replacements. They're always like, oh, Brad Pitt fell through. Get that animal guy on for the third time this year. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like no one, no one actually ever asks for the animal guy. It's always like, oh shit, Robert Downey Jr. fell through. You love the animal guy though. I know, but it's clearly it's like a like a last minute thing. Yeah, but you know, it's a good last minute. It's a great last minute. I like it. Probably almost better than the guest. Well, you know what's funny? I've done like quite a bit of late night television now with music artists that I work with, and it's funny. I'm I'll see I'll be sitting backstage like watching them talk, and I'll be like they don't really have anything to say. Like the comedians are the best because they're funny. And so they actually have funny shit to say, but like just the ra- random celebrities, it's always just like, so how was the movie? Oh, it was great. It was, we worked no, in this location. We did this. Themselves. And then they're like, Oh, amazing. Yeah. It was fantastic to work with this actor. Oh, okay, great. And it's just kind of like, that is boring. It's just self-promotion. They're just like trying to stay relevant and like, connect it's all to- about the host. The host is the funny thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the actor sitting there kind of going, okay, yeah, I had to work on a movie and you're just kind of waiting for something funny to happen. Um, were you a Conan guy? No. What were you? I never really, I watched like these night shows when it was like our, when our family would all be together. And we're, like, but you never like shows. watched Letterman or anything? Not like regularly. Wow. I watched Letterman. I watched Letterman. Right, you saw it, but you never I, watched it. No, it wasn't like a thing that I would like mm. get together to do. My brother was really into watching. See, I was into mom. them because I was like waiting for what band would play. So like as a kid, it would be like, oh my God, whatever band is playing, I got to go see them on Letterman tonight. That's going to be I awesome. I just didn't, I didn't, my parent, my mom's like still watches fucking Saturday Night Live. Oh, Saturday Night Live was a staple in my house. See, I was not, Dragon Ball Z was what From I From like 1988 to 1990 like seven didn't miss an episode i had all we had all the greatest hits of the 80s in the house like that was like a staple snl snl and seidenfeld it was like those two things were staples those are good i've i pretty much the only show i watched on the dot was dragon ball z now i will say this as a kid my Dragon Ball Z was Power Rangers. So kind of three to six, hardcore Power Rangers kid. See, I got into video games. So I would watch my Dragon Ball Z at four four thirty. Forget okay. what I forget time what now. And then I just play Halo. See, my parents didn't allow video games in the house. That's sad. So they were like, no. So I could play it at other friends' houses. But I couldn't they wouldn't buy me a thing. My parents tried to have that rule, and then my uncle bought us a sega genesis when yeah. i was like six or seven right video games in the house now bitch so your, <laughs> so your parents <laughs> couldn't just say no take it back no <laughs> i like that they're like no. the, the, the war and then is they lost were like they were when we had an n64 they were like you can't have goldeneye because it was rated mature oh goldeneye was and the then best. our <laughs> our family friend had no idea and he was like, apparently this game is like incredible. Right, and he you gave gotta us Golden Eye. And we were like, fuck yes, Eric. Golden Eye. Golden Eye go. for the win. How was your weekend? My weekend was great. I went backpacking. Oh, a little birthday backpack? Yeah. Becca actually surprised me with it. She organized the whole thing. Like she called your buddies. Called my buddies wow. like over a month ago. It was really sweet. Made me feel very loved and appreciated. Are you- About time. <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's about time someone appreciates me (laughs) and then uh yeah it was really nice it was really really nice i got to see some wildlife amazing got to see some deer some bear no big deal scary 
Fucking bears, dude. I'd never seen bears in my life. Never seen them before. Never seen a bear before. Really? After all the camping you've done? After all of it, I've never fucking seen a See, bear. See, it's funny. I've camped significantly less than you. I camped every year from zero to probably 14, right? But then like us since maybe camped once. Dude, we saw bears all the time. And not only saw bears, like our campground got attacked by bears multiple what? times. Not attacked as in like they tried to hurt us, but like we'd wake up in the morning, open the tent, and then like our family friends like tailgate has been ripped off and is just like sitting in near in like 10 feet away or like bashed in windows or like because bears would come through looking for food. And so they just like, oh, I know bear. They're the bears are like, oh yeah, these guys keep their food in their truck, tr- in their truck, rip the whole back off, bash the window in. Like these are some big old bears, and they would just rip your shit apart. You're he, this guy showed me a video. Gray showed me a video of like them just observing bears, and I was like, no, no, I'm. Dude, all you set were on not that. that far away. I'm we were just like hanging that. out, filming these bears. I'm not trying to just observe a great white shark while swimming around. He was eating, she was eating nuts. It was a mom and a cub and she was just like eating nuts out of this tree. Cub was snorting around. They were just like little dogs. They looked like little dogs, Evan. And honestly, the thought through my head was I could fuck this bear up. (laughs) That's what I was thinking in my head was I was like, if it came down to it, like I put, I'm putting money on me, not the bear. No question. A bear that is four feet tall could absolutely dismember you i could absolutely take that four feet tall that's about it was like four to five feet tall bro, i could one thousand percent bro a four foot bear is not a four foot human that bear hasn't seen roadhouse dude the bear hasn't seen the hard life that it's bear, like a chimp you know you see a chimp and you're like what's a chimp skinny not big at all they could rip your arms off your body chimps go crazy too they like rip your penis off and then they like rip, bite your face they rip everything <laughs> off they like will dismember you a dog, so that's what i'm saying it's like a bear bro no, a bear bro. could absolutely tackle you no. take you down and no, mess bro. you, you up. always hear about some senior like it's never it's never someone like are you saying you could take on a chimp as athletic like a real, as i am a real chimp like a caged chimp dude that chimp is if he wants to how big done. how big a chimp are we talking i bet a chimp half the size of you could absolutely kill you like the one in planet of the apes dude chimps are no joke i've seen Planet. They're so strong i don't trust monkeys dude you shouldn't monkeys and robots i'm a big fan of like the monkey world everyone every there's the gorillas the chimps and the chimpan or the ch- chimps and then there's the orangutans mm-hmm. they all three have different like energies mm-hmm. the gorillas are kind of like chilling um but they're kind of like mean mugging looking well, the, around the gorillas will throw poop at you right but the gorillas are all kind of like doing their own thing they're kind of eating non-stop they're kind of looking around they're kind of chill the orangutans are just like <laughs> sleepy old people like they're all just like there's just one guy and he just put like a cardboard thing on his head for no reason mm-hmm. he just sat there with it on his head like they're kind of silly chimps scary did i ever say chimps I said orangutans. Orangutans. Gorillas, orangutans. Yeah. And, then the and then the chimps are the ones that look, they look terrifying because they got that look in their eyes. Well, you know what it is? It, the chimp thing is unpredictable. The orangutans kind of just sitting there and they're like, they're so tired they can barely lift their eyelids. Yeah. The gorilla's just kind of chilling. The gorilla's so big and strong, like you can tell they don't want to expend the energy. Yeah. It's like, you know, big guy energy. You know, when your friend's like 6'5", 
they're like the calmest people because they like that they're, they're it takes too much energy to move anyway so they're like i'm not i want to fight the chimp they're like your friend who's like five six and you just go to a bar and they're already in a fight mm-hmm. that's the chimp so it's like we gotta stay away from the chimps leave them alone chimps are bad news you never hear about a gorilla like ripping someone's dick that's off. That's what I mean. Um, it's always just kind of like some just like chimp. Beat them, beat them to death. One, yeah, simple just or saving. Simple. Right when a kid, kids have fallen in, and the, and the and the gorillas kind of go, "Oh, I think you should go over here. Like, let me help you." Okay, broads, quick pause from the bros. So, something I did not anticipate ever caring about so much as an adult was gut health. I'll just be honest because up until like the last two, three years, the term just wasn't something I knew about. But now, oh baby, you cannot open TikTok without being served ads for everything from gut health healing breads to probiotic cleanses and everything in between, which is amazing because having a healthy gut is so important, but it can be difficult to figure out what exactly is real and effective and what isn't. So let us help you out a bit by telling you about our favorite gut health product, Seed. You guys know I love Seed. They're one of the few probiotic supplements that I endorse. I really like them. They're a two-in-one probiotic and a prebiotic, and they have 24 strains that are formulated to specifically target digestive gut and immune health, but they're different. They have a special capsule and capsule technology delivery system so that the good stuff is protected all the way through digestion and actually makes it to your gut so it can get to work. And I love that they actually have, you know, all of their probiotic strains are studied in clinical trials and there's actual evidence behind what they make. Personally, I started to notice the amazing effects of seed so quickly after I started to use it. Um, And now it's a regular part of my daily routine. I can't go without it. Okay. Seed is so important to me now because I continue to love how I feel. Aside from bloating and digestion, seed also helps promote a healthy immune function and can support healthy skin. And overall, like I said, I just feel better. I feel like I have a little more of a pep in my step since taking seed, you know? Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash chatty and use code chatty to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash chatty and use code chatty. So is there any better feeling than getting rewarded for something you were already going to do anyway? I don't think so. For example, shopping, okay? One thing about me, I'm going to shop. Whether it's back to school supplies for Ember or gifts for my family for the holiday, shopping is kind of just a part of life in some ways. Why not get a little cash back while I'm at it with Rakuten, the smartest and most rewarding way to shop and save. And here's the deal. They're free to sign up with and they already have 15 million members who are using it to save money. Essentially, you continue on with your shopping as you normally would. You can shop at, and when you shop at one of their 3,500 partner stores, almost 4,000 partner stores, which are across all categories, electronics, fashion, beauty, home essentials, you get the idea. Um, they will deposit your cash back savings directly into your PayPal and those deposits really add up. They sure can, especially around the holidays when I think we all end up doing a little extra shopping than normal. 
you're making money doing something you would do anyway. So what's there to think about? Honestly, I will go for a few months and forget to check my PayPal balance. And then what a nice little surprise when I log in and I see cash back savings from Rakuten just sitting there. So start all your shopping at rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to say to start savings today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app. Um so you went uh you went uh a little so what is that is that would you say like is going camping and doing that type of thing, backpacking, is that kind of like a pinnacle experience for you? Like, is that very, very fun for you? It is very fun. Okay. It is very fun. Being in nature, the kind of struggle of it, the like, the grittiness of it is... Yeah, I mean, I enjoy... Like, when you're just car camping, which is when you camp right next to your car... Oh, you mean like like a okay? So that you you call car camping when you just like are on a site, a campsite, and you have you go on hikes throughout the day, but then you always come back to your uh your campsite with your tent car. That's yeah. car, camping. car camping. Okay, and you can bring everything. Right, you got the the full deal. Literally, like watching TV at the campsite with an inflatable mattress in your tent. Got it. That is car camping. Okay, like half the people are sleeping in their cars. Got it. I like backpacking, A, because you're not in a parking lot with like a bunch of other people. And B, there's like consequence. It's it's more dangerous. Yeah, because you're, you're you're out there. Miles out there. I've never been. It's really I've fun. only car camped my whole life. I've never actually backpacked. I really want to. Can I go with you sometime? Yeah. Once my knee heals, can yeah. I come? You're just you can show me the ropes. It's really fun. You just like it sounds. It sounds like I'd love it. It's like some. I mean, it's an like adventure. Some, yeah, it's a, well, it's a total adventure. Like, what was really cool where we were at in Kings Canyon is you can enter that you can enter areas where they're like you can camp anywhere. Where's you Kings Canyon? Kings Canyon's in the like Sierra. Okay, it's it's in the Sequoia National Park. So it's like six state, hours away. Less than that. Okay. So like the trailheads, it's probably like five hours, but the the park is I think like three and a half hours, maybe four hours away. Um, but uh, bop, 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 bop. oh, this place you can um, camp anywhere you want. Oh. if you like hike in there, there's just like you can camp anywhere. You just can't start a fire, like you can't start a new fire ring. Got it. <clears throat> but the first night, we so were if it's like, cold out, you're kind of screwed, dude. We were like, we were on the yeah. I mean like. Well, you have stuff to keep you warm. But the first night we were just like, fuck it. Like, let's not stay in the campsite because there was someone else nearby. And we were like, we want to yeah. stay up and do stuff. So we crossed the river. There's like a river we waded across. And then we h- hiked up like a little ways on the other side of it and just found like an opening in the trees. And we're just like, this is our going to be our campsite tonight. And we were just like half a mile wow. off, off the path, you know? And you're just like, yeah, just it's over that way. And you're just like fun and then we like hiked further in the next day and we um my friend forgot his water are you bringing phone chargers like a like a solar charger or like some sort of extra battery no we were only gone for like two nights so your phone lasts for the two days if you're not on it very much airplane mode just playing music um and no reception no 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 no. see that's real so if someone breaks their leg you're like, I'll, someone, I'll see you. I'll see you in seven hours, and then I gotta get someone, and then we get a helicopter you out. Yeah, it's a real deal. You just like send a runner. Wow, it's like 
go wow go yeah so it's like there's but like you know you just hope there's nothing like that happens right of course yeah you just gotta but it's fun i mean like the the crazy thing is like the bears we saw were right off the trail but the first place we were camping like when it got dark you know you only see so much and we we're just like looking around and i was like oh that's bear poop and then i was like that's really fresh bear shit like they're around and then i was like dude there's a lot of bear shit around here like i bet there's like i we have probably a pretty good shot of seeing some bear and then we were hanging out cooking dinner and we looked up and there's just deer just like hanging out right there chilling we were like like dude in why Mont- are you guys like this close like we're <clears throat> hanging out we're not even trying to be quiet we're like hanging out you want to hear a crazy story about bears yeah my dad spends a lot of time in montana mm-hmm. okay those are bears i would not want to be around <clears throat> it's, it's like grizzlies yeah those are not so check this little out, brown bears no no no. so i couldn't take a grizzly so <clears throat> this guy who lives near my dad is a plumber and his girlfriend is a grizzly bear tracker okay she's heavy metal dude like she showed up i met her she was in camo okay it's <laughs> just like on a thursday and what she does is she that. goes out into the wilderness and she like tracks them and make marks like what they're doing, their behavior. And like she also does things where she like basically tries to deter grizzlies from going into people's property. She was out 15 miles by herself in the wilderness, tracking bears, tracking their behavior. She's sitting in her, in her little own campground, campground that she has made, marking things. And all of a sudden she hears like, a branch snap and before she could even pull her head up a bear was on her with his mouth over her head biting down gonna just bite her head off while he is basically eating her she's able to grab bear spray and just spray it everywhere and get this bear off but before he got off he had chomped on her and like cracked her head wide open. She then crawls back, bleeding out like miles to her car, drives her car, barely conscious, 15 miles back to a city, takes herself into the ER and gets like emergency life surgery. And then she's telling me this and she's like, yeah, here's my scars. And her scars are like the most in, they look fake. They look like movie scars. I was like, dude, people are different. <laughs> people are wild. We're very different. I was like, you and me are not the same. Oh, I thought you just meant <laughs> from the beasts. No, I meant like between humans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like this woman is out there like doing the most radical things well she's ever. a montana human yeah that's not that's not a human it's not that's not a me human as like a southern california human <laughs> no, it's, it's not, not a cam- the same it's not a all. car camping human no montana is a different type of human wow i was blown away i was like dude what are you even the words you're saying i don't they there's, do not make there's a i forget what you'd call this person not like an anthropologist but they had a theory about animals that the further north you go the bigger the animal gets okay so it was just like observational things on like wolves or right, like right, right. Uh, deer, for instance. Like deer get bigger further north. Okay. Um, Montana's further north than us. Mm-hmm. 
Their bears are bigger. This, by the way, this is bordering Canada where I'm talking about. It's northern Very north. Montana. So this is, see what I'm saying? Real deal. So it tracks that she's, you know, she's probably just regular. Yeah, up just there. another. Everyone's like that. Yeah, just like, oh yeah, I almost got killed by a bear the other day. <laughs> What's up? Crazy. And spe- yeah, and if you go even more north into Canada, then my friends with- who are Canadian, they have the wildest stories ever. His stories are endless. Completely used to a you level know, of I insanity. I met some Canadian bros or broads when I was in Portland. For real? And I was like, oh, no way. They were like, yeah, like we're from Canada. I was like, oh, no, you guys are some of our Canadian fans. And they were like, yeah, like they're like, you know, you sometimes talk about canada <laughs> did they really roast yeah. you about and it? i was like i was like <laughs> well yeah of course and they were like no no, no. like it's rightfully so they're yeah. like if anything like we're crazier than what you say no canadians are the best canadians are the sweetest kindest people ever they just i, I feel like every canadian i know just has the craziest stories it's because they're north they're north they're northern northern that's my theory the more um, north you go the, the wilder you get Speaking of wild. What does that mean about the further south we go, though? Chill. Just more chill. Things just become way more chill. Think about it. San Diego is the base of, of North, of North, of, of uh, America, of North America, right? And it's the just, what up, man? We're chilling, man. It's the, you, this, this is what happens. North, you're like, woo. And then like you, every mile, it's just, you, the shakas start coming out a little bit more and the more like I've never get. seen as many shakas as in Mexico it's because you're even more Sur- it's even, even more, more south. surfing in Mexico everyone <clears throat> actually does it in yeah, the water non-stop. it's like super cool but that's the thing because it's even more south the shakas are fully grown here it's like kind of like it's ironic loose, you're like it's loose are we really doing this we're just gonna go like yeah, this just, uh, like, we're just waving uh, no everyone's like like I got cheeto fingers those are some serious figures. (laughs) well anyway that's what i wouldn't have bear mates i'd just be like smash some hot cheetos in the bear's eyes exactly here's some talkies i got Ah! this guy off with some talkies man (laughs) this bear jumped on me dude and he just i just gave him a handful of talkies dude chill and he was like you know what you're right i should chill he just shocked me out yeah we shocked up we dapped we dap ember ember calls it psych she was like this, psych, psych. <laughs> Dude, Ember today. That and the fucking whatever flossing is. That's that the stupid ass dance. Dude, when I, she, I was, Ember does, does that too. What the fuck is that <laughs> dance, dude? I don't know. Someone did it on probably TikTok or something or Instagram or something and then it took off. Uh, Ember today, Becca and Jess were recording and I brought Ember in from school. And they hung out for a little bit. And uh, Ember did a timed thing with Becca where Becca said, how many cartwheels can you do in a minute? She got 20 cartwheels in a minute. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. She cartwheeled hard. You cartwheel, 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 cartwheel. <laughs> it's like the most <laughs> insane thing ever. Just cartwheel, 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 cartwheel. She was going back and forth, back and forth. And I was did, like, dude, I would have quit after three. Did Becca do any cartwheels? No cartwheels, but she did a handstand. Becca tried to do cartwheels the other the other week in our backyard. It didn't go. It didn't go well. well. No, I used to before my busted mind. Yeah, I could do a I could do a pretty good cartwheel. How about you? I can do a pretty good cartwheel. 
Not bad. I can do a better cartwheel than Becca. For real? Yeah. And I'll say it. I'll let her listen to that and she can challenge me. And she was a cheerleader. Yeah. It's kind of sad, actually. You're like, what happened to you? I think, you know, I don't think Becca was getting tossed up in the air. Oh, she was more like the let go team go. Probably pom poms. She was on that. She was flanking. Some pom poms. She was on the end. Yeah. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. A little more rah, rah, a little less flip. Yeah. The flip thing is a whole nother world. It's a whole nother world. She was a rah, rah, rah. Got it. Which is the best way to be. It's like, let's not overdo ourselves here. We don't We're not getting paid. This. No, it's not bring it on. Okay. Yeah. This is not. There's no this is not the national happening up there in Fresno. No. There's there, one team. It's like the Christian high school. Right. A hundred percent. There's room for everyone. Mm-hmm. As long as they're beating Satan. Hey, we're, we're all winners. undefeated. We're all winners as long as Satan's losing, guys. <laughs> we beat Satan every week. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you want to get into this episode? Yes. Let's episodes. Do it. Episodes. Four hours. Episodes. Episodes. Okay. I will just say I have one word. Okay. Kira. Kira. Okay. Team Kira over here. I'm Team Kira. Would you want to expand on that? Well, I think um, I'm just here for the energy I mean, that RIP, Kira brings. But yeah. She's like a flame. She burned so bright, dude. It was... Uh, she burned so bright it was that a she short, had to be extinguished. It was a short, powerful three episodes. I think that everything's going downhill from the point this point. I felt... See, I feel with Kira that she never realized her potential. She she never she needed to go after someone and she never did. She always played it too cool. Kira, I needed Kira to go after someone and then I think it would have caused a, caused a little bit more havoc. I have to say, well, I thought she went I thought in the first episode she was definitely going after people and I loved I did like the like Adam Eve, Adam and Eve sort of uh Jane and Tarzan thing with, that with was Jacob. Going on. I did like that. Yeah, that she, was... you're right. Maybe, maybe she, there was just there wasn't the right person for her there. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> well, let's should we should we kind of start? But I still I'm really disappointed that she's gone. I am too. I'm gonna miss her. I was really in every time she was on camera. I was like, thank God, like why ready are we, for something. Where's who else is even interesting on the show right now? Right. Well, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of interesting okay. dynamics. Do okay. you not? There's some fun stuff going on. I feel like right before we started here, you're like, oh, these were great episodes. They, I mean, look, there's a lot. I'm, maybe I'm just, I'm just bummed that Kira's Yeah. Well, let's just, moment of silence. Yeah. Moment of silence for Kira. R.I.P. We'll miss you. Please come back somehow, some way. Um, One quick note I wanted to make about Casey was that in the beginning of the first episode, he was walking along the sand uh talking about kira him and michael i believe were talking and one big gripe i have was that he was walking in the water with sandals on and that was a psycho move i was like what is he doing like take him off like you could see him like pushing through the water with sandals on and i was like hey man like you know you could take those off, right? Just take them off. You're gonna flip water it, it gave all me, over yourself. It gave me anxiety. I was like, take the sandals off. You're in the water. Like, I didn't understand that. Um, okay, Shanae and Logan, and and subsequently Haley. 
Okay. What are your thoughts on their connection? Previous to episode two. I mean, okay. I thought... I don't know. I mean, dude, it's tough for me to even think like... Logan has transformed for me from someone that I liked to someone I just don't like on the show anymore. I think Logan has like dead eyes on mm. this. It's like, it's very, I I got to say the way he handled Haley yeah. was really weird and like yeah. just disappointing to me. Yeah. And it was extremely cold, uh-huh. like for no reason. <clears throat> cold like i couldn't understand what was going on there and especially because seemed... previous to that he was so caring like especially on the gabby season like he we not caring but he uh he spent a lot of time talking and explaining himself and discussing well, situations so like it was weird to see him go cold like that yeah <clears throat> and like she seems so sweet Haley. yeah yeah but it's like bro you're why are you using her like a doormat right now you know what i mean like it right. was just weird and then, um, I don't know, like from then on, like all his interviews, I was like, there was like something weird to me about like what was going on. Like he had like some like distant, like looking past every, like mm. it was very strange to me. I was getting very weird vibes. And then, but look like with him and um, Shanae, I was kind of like, okay, this could be more so like in the Batman comics, you know, Bane and um, uh, Poison Ivy type vibes yeah. here, <clears throat> like a villain couple because he's like, yeah, like she just does whatever she wants and is really like unapologetic and doesn't care. And Logan is also seems to be that kind of guy. Mm. I mean, like he could paint the picture however he wanted on gabby and rachel's season but he did whatever he wanted yeah didn't he even left the show no one even got a resolution from that he just got COVID and then just disappeared and just dipped yeah yeah so, I, like, it's tough because i i it's a confusing connection for me i didn't see it coming but he seems to be and then obviously what happened in the second episode with james it's like he seems to be smitten you know what I mean? Like at first I thought it was just like, they're going to have fun together. And he's like, Oh, Sinead's fun. And she's like, Oh, no, he seems to really but he like, he seems to be like, she seems to really like him, but she, he seems to be like, this is my person. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ready to wrap this thing up. Let's go. Like they seem, you know what I mean? Like it was funny <clears throat> when they were hanging out, I thought, Oh, it's a fun thing. But then in the ITMs, he's like, so into her. And then when they were talking at dinner during their date, then he's like, I'm just, really appreciate how you're unapologetically who you are and da, da, da. like, yeah, I, I appreciate your bravery. And I was like, Whoa, bro, you're getting deep. Like you're actually really into this person. And she is literally like, I'm going to chew you up and spit you out. She's like, the moment something better too. comes along, she's going to toss his ass to the side. Which she dude. clearly is doing. It's so James. tight. I'm so into it. She does whatever. She literally will do whatever it takes. And whatever she, squ- she wants. She squashed beef with Genevieve because it's the smoothest pass forward. She doesn't give a shit. She controls the dynamic. 1,000%. Like the fact that her and Genevieve were just like laughing together on that double date. I was like, holy shit. Like you control the dynamic. You literally destroyed her the last time you saw her. And now you're laughing with her because she because you're making Genevieve not feel threatened. Yeah. And it's like you control everything. She knows it too. It's wild. I couldn't believe that. I loved it. But Genevieve I has loved her guard every down. Every 
moment of but, it. But she, but it's perfect because Genevieve has her guard down. Because Genevieve just blows with the wind, dude. But I'm just saying, like, like she she has, so easily got her guard put down by Shanae acting nice to her that it's like she's set up to be destroyed. Because, oh, completely. Because Shanae still likes... Like, Janae, you know, Shanae, like, I don't know. You can't trust Shanae. So it's like, there's no question that, like, it was almost feels calculated no, well, how you can much trust, she got Genevieve on her backfeet. What you can feet. trust Shanae to do is to look out for Shanae. Yes. And, and she, if Shanae's feeling like she's into Aaron, she will go after Aaron. Like, yeah. you just wait. And she'll get his ass, too. Yes. <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I felt bad for Haley. Like, you're too nice. You're too real. You need to have some some absolute, like, fire in now, order to survive okay, here. Speaking of savage fire attitude, Victoria. What okay. did you th- what's your take on Victoria's whole yeah, so entrance if- and riling up the women and, like, the girls feeling threatened by yeah. her and the guy's reactions to Victoria. Well, it was interesting because Victoria had a, like she was a legend to these people because they all were like, Oh, all the girls were like, Oh, well, you know, Victoria's here. Like she's unbelievably gorgeous. And she's this. And then all the guys were like, Oh, well, you know her. She's, she's uh, it's Victoria. Like it, they were, it was and like, was you, th- you use it as like an adjective to describe someone. And it's like, now the adjective just showed up. So everyone was terrified. And Victoria had just clearly that like calm swagger, which was like, I know because she had zero anxiety, zero, zero. And like when someone walks into an anxious place with zero anxiety, like it's intimidating. Dude, she's power. She makes power moves every time. She does whatever she wants. It's kind of one of those. Like she could walk up to anyone who's in a solid relationship and just be like, what's up? And the guy's going to, or the girl, yeah, the guy is just going to be like, oh, date. Can we go to date? Like she's that powerful. So I think Victoria, it's like, it's up to her how it goes. Whatever guy she wants, she'll find and get. She's a master class flirter. This is where I wonder if her and Justin are going to end up having a thing because Justin saw her go straight for Johnny to set up a backup. And then he was like, nah, nah, nah. And I wonder if that's going to get to her. Oh, like a, like he he kind of the fact that he chose Genevieve, yeah. That he was like, when, no, like I'm not into that because he was vibing Victoria. He was torn. Then when she went out and made out with Johnny, he was like, oh, I ain't playing that because you know she read Johnny like a book. Oh well, Johnny. With, remember when they first showed up? <laughs> he looked right at her and goes, Oh my god, you're so beautiful. Because <laughs> was because Johnny was with ass. Hunter four seconds before like laying on a bed they had spent every moment together and then three seconds later he's like he goes so oh my god you're so beautiful i don't think i've ever seen anyone as beautiful as you in my life yeah and then he just <laughs> he's like just so obviously like making out, out with the her palm, uh, spends the palm six minutes with her and they go into the rose ceremony and he's just like i love you <laughs> uh victoria he's like will you marry i mean okay can, will you take the rose that was like hunter's like wait what I thought we were, oh, shit. Decision made. Uh, yeah, dangerous. And you know that she's going to chew his ass Oh, up. Johnny has no shot. Johnny has no Zero shot. shot. My favorite one, he was, he was trying to play it cool because he, he, she walked in and he was so honest in the moment. He's like, wow, you're so beautiful. <laughs> and then two seconds later, he's like, 
oh uh, yeah so like <laughs> what's up oh uh, anyway like i don't care he's like did you just touch my hair he's like you see funny like i don't even care though and three seconds later he's like you're beautiful this is him every every he's just like Uh, yeah, it's like, I don't care. No, anyway, like, I love you. Will you marry me? Sand everywhere, dude. Sand's bullshit, this is, dude. This is my life, dude. Hey, my life's a yeah, movie. No big dude, deal. Check it out. This is pretty much like this is what I do. Welcome, welcome to the adventure. Welcome to the fantasy. You don't need to go to a fantasy suite when you just need to look at me. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> i do love him though like how insane that is um so yeah with the victoria thing it's a little bit she's just too calm like it's just everyone else is just stressed i think her and, and shanae are the like, most dangerous women on the yeah, beach yeah because they both have this like exude like shanae's got the more like i'm gonna get it i'm gonna make it happen i'm gonna win and then victoria's just like calmly dominating so Victoria's it's just, like i can pretty much do whatever the fuck i want that that's the energy and, and then I'm gonna pick like, whoever I want. And Sinead's like, I'm gonna beat the door down and get whatever I want. So it's like no, they're both. Sinead's like in the long, like dude, when they started playing the clips back, when she's fucking with Genevieve and she's on there and she's like, I'd be scared if I was Genevieve. I've sent three bitches home. She's like, I've sent three, and I have a genuine connection. She's like. I'd be very afraid if I was Genevieve. And dude, and you're like, I was like, dude, forgetting. Oh, the, just, these are the old, these uh, are the old clips Clayton from clips. Clayton. Yeah. yeah, dude. And she's like, she's like whispering to Clayton, like she's an actress. You can't trust anything he, she says. And then you see Clayton. He's like, are you an yeah. actress? <laughs> like, no, I remember, like she really is. It's kind of crazy. Like how easily she manipulates. Like, she lost obviously at some point because she took bro. it too far, but bro, <laughs> It's insane. It's so tight when you start, like when you just seeing it back. I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot." Yeah. And then you see her controlling the dynamic with Genevieve again, and you're just like, "Oh man." Yeah. She's like, "Okay, I destroyed you. Now I'm gonna come in and intimidate you. Now I'm gonna make you feel calm and make make you feel like we're friends." Well, and dude, that's the war. That's the most dangerous. The my favorite was when. Um, Wells is telling everyone about Sally. Yeah. And Genevieve is literally listening to the story being like, <gasps> that's real. And they're like, yeah, a producer was locked in the trunk for four hours. Yeah. And, and she's just believing every word. <laughs> and it's like, no fucking way was a producer like, in the trunk. Like you like, realize none of this happened. None of this happened. And you see her face during the whole thing. <gasps> like here's, <gasps> here's the closest thing that could have happened. Sally was supposed to go on. They call Sally and say, hey, we're going to pick you up tomorrow. She goes, well, I don't know. I'm struggling with this thing. I'm going to go back and forth. And then they kind of spent like two days talking to her. She was torn. That's maybe the extent, if anything, that happened. Or and so then they created this massive thing in order to sell it. But like, honestly, I bet they had her scheduled to come down that day. 
and maybe she threw a wrench in the thing. Maybe she was struggling. Maybe she or, was on the fence. But like the, either way, that's the extent of what possibly could have happened. Or they completely made it up and they were going to introduce her. But then they were like, there's already enough shit happening right now. Let's just let this play out before we introduce her. To, in. I'm more saying like. And just kept her in like Mexico somewhere. I'm more saying like that is most likely the yeah. case. But I'm saying even if there was a wrench at all. The most it was, was like, she called them and she's kind of like, I'm struggling. And they spent an extra two days talking with her and then she came. But like, this is the thing. But is, the fact, yeah, producers in the trunk for four hours. Ge- um, Genevieve and what's her face literally take the bait. They get the <clears throat> biggest reactions. Yeah. It's just super funny to me. Um, but also what I thought was insane while Sally's on the note is that they went through her suitcase. But again, I still think that was all set up too. Even like, if I don't was. think that they, I don't think that they, uh, I don't think that they, uh, I bet they didn't even open that up. Cause that does feel like way too Dude, far. It was like summer camp bully. No, stuff. but that's Those what I'm saying. Scenes were super weird. To but me. I, I would be blown away if they actually went through this stuff. I bet the producer opened it up and was like, what kind of stuff you think they got in here? Check, check it all out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I bet it was like set up to, to that level where oh, it's I thought like, you were saying like, you don't think it's actually her bag. I, was oh, like, I think regardless, that too. Regardless. I think it's I not think... her bag. And I also think that the producers like opened it up and said, yeah, go through it. Let's see what's in there. It might not even be her. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way they actually opened it up. I mean, that if they, if so, that's pretty Dude, fucked up, but that was weird as shit to me. I mean, they do a lot of weird stuff on here, but I was like, Dude, this is like a nineties, like an early nineties summer camp bully film. I don't think that's real. There's no way they just unzipped their bag. It, there's no question. It has to just be a full setup. How, let me ask you this. How jealous. Do oh yeah. You and the think- vibrators just vibrating. That's what I'm saying. Like the vibrators are vibrating for what? days Dude, and what are kira's little like actress cameo things where she's like oh i'm just gonna be in that's what i'm saying it's all like, it on the the producer kind of like uh scripting is getting too like they're getting she out of hand now to where it's starting to get like yo Honestly, you're literally though, seeing it and it's not like it's not like hidden anymore she seems super chill because she's like she's just down for whatever on those like she actually seems like she'd be really chill she does seem actually really cool because she seems kind of fun like she'd be like oh or she even if she came up what if i took it and kind of played into this character she seems like she doesn't give a shit like mm-hmm. with the chihuahua yeah and she's just like no one, why come i can't find a guy like you yeah. nacho just you nacho and then yeah, he runs away like, from her and she's, she's like, down oh. okay broads one more quick pause so we all have those days when sometimes the only outfit that you can put together consists of an oversized t-shirt in your favorite jeans and look There is sure nothing wrong with that formula. Okay, honestly, it's one of my most favorite go-tos. It just works. It looks great. But, you know, sometimes we want to be able to spice things up without putting in that extra effort. One surefire way to take any outfit from standard to subtly cool is with a stacked earscape from studs. If you're like, Jess, what in the world is an earscape? Don't worry, we're about to tell you. Okay, earscape, I love this term. It was coined by studs. So instead of just having your lobes pierced, you have a bunch of fun piercings all together. And then it's a, like a little earring wardrobe. I think it's a really simple way to have a cool look going all the time. Because you put the, the earrings in and you just kind of forget about them. Even if you have just your lobes pierced, they have a ton of cool jewelry options to choose from all made from high quality materials that never turn your skin green and you never have to take them out. 
And oh my God, they are all so cute. I'm obsessed with my studs earrings. And they have over 250 styles of hoops, huggies, studs, cuffs, and dangles to choose from. And if you're wanting to add a piercing or maybe a few to your ears, visit one of the studs studios in Los Angeles, uh, New York City, Austin, Nashville, Miami, Boston, or Seattle, and they will take care of you. Their studios are amazing, and their expert ear piercers can help you create the perfect look. Plus, they always pierce with single needles, never guns, which is way safer, especially for those more advanced piercings. Right now, Studs is offering our listeners 20% off your first purchase when you go to studs.com slash chatty. Go to studs.com slash chatty for 20% off your first purchase. That's studs.com slash chatty. So, broads, starting your own business is a huge deal. I literally never forget that moment when Becky and I decided to start Chatty Broads almost four years ago. The process of seeing something you've dreamed about just take shape into a real live company is kind of wild. Uh, If you've already done it or maybe it's on your bucket list, you're going to want to utilize as many tools as possible to help make things simple and streamlined. And nobody does simple and streamlined quite like our friends at Shopify. Yep, we've used Shopify for our merch. We've used we use Shopify for Godalma. It is a godsend if you're running any kind of e-commerce business. Um from the start of the sales process all the way to the end, Shopify has integrated systems that help you make the most of each step and grow your company. And everyone knows starting a business is never 100% smooth sailing, which is why the best part is that you get 24-7 access to support and their free libraries are full of educational content to help get you started and keep things running smoothly. It's so user-friendly. And if you've ever had the thought about turning your passion into a career one day, but the idea of running a digital storefront seemed a little daunting, first of all, same, I feel you, but seriously, go to Shopify and just poke around. I was shocked at how easy it was to not only navigate, but fully understand None of the special skills required, like Becca was saying, they make it so user-friendly. We love using Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash chatty. That's all lowercase. Or go to shopify.com slash chatty to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash chatty. Um, okay, Jill, Romeo, Brittany, Kira. Bro, what a shit show that guy is i'm i'm also here for it so i'm team i am team romeo i'm team jill i'm team kira you mean you're just team shit show i'm team lace yeah so my thing was in the beginning i was a little i felt like now that i'm seeing how he is i'm like oh no wonder why early on in the first episode you were freaking out because this is how he was treating you on the outside with kira like Dude, this guy <laughs> is like, like, it's like you go over to Jill and you say, hey, let's get a drink together. Basically on the way, he pulls Brittany aside, says, I want to be with you. Maybe the most embarrassing moment in Bachelor in Paradise history was Maybe. him going in for the kiss and getting swerved. That was, that was the hardest swerve. Because... He didn't even like wait for her to act interested. He literally said like, I'm kind of interested in you. And, she, and then she looks shocked and goes, well, oh, Joe's dude, my friend. Face, she was like, so, she, you- so she's shocked 
and had just said well she's my friend and i want to respect her and then he goes in for the kiss there and then she just goes whoa curves him then goes back to jill jill says fuck you thank god then he goes over to kira after burning two girls and then goes hey you know i just um i've been thinking about you a lot and i just really feel like and we then, have a connection and then even kira's just like you sound like you got a lot of problems bro like how did you shit the bed this hard man like how is it possible and then the next scene's just him crying profusely out of nowhere sobbing and it's like, are you just, are you fully acting the sobbing thing out just to hopefully that someone shows Dude, a little sympathy? It was, it was very bad. odd, very odd. But I really liked how he goes, how his, his, when he figured out what he was going to say to um, Jill to give her the rose, which uh, it seemed like he got a lot of help from everyone putting that little speech together. Cause it was like, I was like, this is not Romeo speaking here when he, and then he gives her the ultimatums. He gives her the two options where he's like, you know, like if you want to accept this rose and like you can start fresh with me or like you can just accept this rose and like start fresh with someone else. Yeah. But I also was like in, to me, this was where was where it was like, I don't know if Kira, if she was presented the rose from Romeo, if she would have said yes to it. But Jill, the moment oh, yeah. she got brought up, she you knew Jill was going to say yes. when Romeo I don't know because she said... Uh, there's no way in hell I'm taking his rose. Bullshit. But see, I think she felt that way and does feel that way. But then she had a moment of clarity, which was, well, me not taking the rose means I'm going home. Mm -hmm. So I'll just take the rose out of like a, take the rose out of just like a transactional thing because well, I want to stay on you, the show. That's why you don't say things like I'll never take his rose. But I think, but I know, but I think what basically what she was trying to say was like, I'll probably take the rose to stay on the show, but I'm not taking the rose, yeah. if that makes sense. Because Kira, or no, Brittany even said, she's like, I'd rather like die than take it than, than kiss him, you mm -hmm. know? So it was like, clearly he's created, like he's done. He, there's no way. How does he make it out of this? He's grossed out every girl A on the show. A new girl comes on who doesn't know. That's the only way. Because like, yeah, I mean. The only way he survives is if a girl comes on just for him. And it was like, I really wanted to see Romeo. Except like all the other girls will be like buddied up with someone and a new girl comes on and Romeo will be available and they're going to have to figure that out. I just don't see him surviving because the girls will have control next and they'll have the roses and like in like an episode, they'll be sending guys home. There's no way he makes it. You never know. I guess the only way he does make it is if Jill doesn't find someone to give like, her rose to and they just like keep swapping. He's like a harmless idiot on the beach. You know what you're going to get with Romeo. You just got to keep a short leash. I just feel but bad for Jill. the other guys, you really don't know what they're going to do. You really have no idea what they're going to do. Basically, Romeo's just trying to get someone to like him. And what it's, okay, here's what it seems like with Romeo to me. He doesn't like Jill that much. She is kind of there and seemingly likes him a lot more than he likes her and so he's going to keep trying all these other options and then going back to jill and as long as jill accepts him he'll just keep doing that so jill needs to like stand by what she's saying and say you're done i'm not even entertaining talking to you ever again 
don't get sucked into it, Jill. Like if you start feeling like frustrated because there's like no one else that you're vibing with, don't get sucked into him because he's clearly going to use you. And it's like, dude, now. All right. What else we got? What did you think of Teddy breaking Andrew's heart? Wow. That was, in my opinion, the most mature way to go about breaking it off with someone. Like she literally was just like, before even Rodney came in, was talking and was just like, hey, I'm struggling with this. I like him, but like there's something missing there. I can't figure out what it is. I don't want to be all over him. Everything on paper is perfect, but I can't figure it out. Rodney comes in. She chats with him for a few minutes. And then she goes, and you know, I think it's another reinforcement of like, I don't really like Andrew that much. Pulls him aside, is crying, which I always feel is like a really good uh, sign when someone's crying before they even come talk to you because it means they care. You know what I mean? It's not like I just got to get rid of this guy because I got to see what else is out there. It's like, a, I feel so bad that I feel this way, but I can't control the way I feel. She was so open, communicative, kind, honest, didn't hold back what she felt, but also was like sweet in the way she delivered it. It allowed Andrew to then like reciprocate, reciprocate the sweetness. And then to complete the perfect situation, she then left. I mean, I don't, I didn't want her to leave, but that showed you the genuineness. You know what I mean? It showed the genuineness. It showed that she wasn't just trying to get rid of Andrew to like get with someone else. She literally was just like, this isn't working for me. I'm frustrated by the situation. I'm gone. So for me, it was like, I just couldn't imagine a more mature way of handling breaking it off with someone you care about. Here's the mind fuck for me and for Andrew is five minutes before what's his face before Rodney shows up. Yeah. Andrew has a good thing going with Teddy. Rodney in his mind, but she had Rodney shows up. Rodney shows up, and in the five-minute conversation Rodney has with Teddy, Teddy not only realizes that she's not into Andrew, she's so not into Andrew that even if Rodney doesn't go on the date with her, she's just going home. And she just packed up her bags and just left. Didn't even get another person. Not even like, oh, like I thought like I might have had a crush on Rodney, but he didn't choose me. But like Andrew's here and I'm going to be on this. She was just like, no. Rodney showed in the five minutes she spent with Rodney, she saw a light that basically was like, there's nothing here for me and I'm going home. Not even saying goodbye to anybody, not even talking to the producers. That's what Andrew just <laughs> I'm like it was heavy bro it was like, heavy but I didn't take that as and she, he didn't she did not tell him that she was going home she's just like yeah like I'm just we're breaking up like I'm not into it and she was emotional or whatever yeah. and then she just packed her bags and left it was intense but I, I don't feel like it had to do anything with Andrew like how much she didn't like Andrew I think it had to do with the fact that she liked him a ton but there was something missing there was a spark missing and so for me what I think happened was that she was so like troubled by how much she struggled with that breakup that in like a heat of passion, she thought like I, this journey, like this roller coasters too much. If this is already happening guy one day two, like totally. I am sobbing about breaking it off with the guy who I've known for two days. 
I can't handle this. Totally. I got to bounce. But what I thought was what the truth is, though, is like if he doesn't get like if he didn't know any of this, like who was the. Oh, con- you're saying like just his who mindset was, was like, dude, what yeah. just happened? Because think about the con- there was a contestant where he was like, am I really that bad of a kisser? Right, right. What it's was that? that kind of shit where you're like. It got. Yeah, it could have made his brain go was i that bad that she had to run away dude imagine he hasn't spent time with anybody else right and the one girl he spent time with just literally packed her bags and went home without talking to anybody but i think i think it should no i think it's the opposite though i think if i was with someone and then they were bawling their eyes out and then ran away i think that would prove to me that like this was traumatic for her versus like if she stayed it would make me feel like I was less meaningful. Like, I actually think that's the way to make him feel the most meaningful ever is to literally leave the show because it was too traumatic for you. Like, he seems like just such a nice guy that he's not really reading the fact that, like, she's not kissing and hugging him probably for, like, a couple days. And, like, probably other people would have been, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe you're in that situation you don't realize, but maybe he, he wasn't, he would kind of have the like rose colored glasses on not realizing like, Oh, she hasn't been cuddling with me or kissing me. I was wondering if he was like being too cutesy wootsy, too sweetie pie cutesy wootsy. I don't think, I don't think there's anything he could have done when you don't have a spark. You don't have a spark when you're not a bad boy. You need a little danger. Yeah. He's too nice. Yeah. I think she, I think Teddy likes a little bit of a bad boy, a little bit of edge. I don't know. I don't know, but that was crazy. But I did feel like the breakup was the most mature thing you could ever do. Like, they did it perfectly. They were both so Every understanding, girl, so kind. Let me tell you something, Adam. There was a little no... A little bit of... A couple words of wisdom from, from my corner of the room. Yeah. Every girl likes a bad boy. Every girl likes a bad boy. I mean, there's no question, right? They're like a little danger. Oh, I think because the danger Just side... Just a little bit. A little danger creates mystery. And if there's mystery, it's it's like interesting. Mm-hmm. You're like, I wonder what's going on with that person. Mm-hmm. They're doing, you know, they're doing some interesting things. See, but if it, you can read everything about them, sometimes the mystery, and some people crave the mystery, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of bad, just a little well, I think, bit of bad I think boy. what bad boy means is like, I don't know what he's going to do next. Right. Well, that's like unpredictable. But I think that's what bad boy is. What is bad boy? It doesn't mean you do bad things. I think it means like no, I can't it means predict you have what a he's going to do. An edge. Johnny has bad boy vibes. But I'm just saying, Johnny's got dude. Johnny's got like he just doesn't give a fuck vibes. But again, that's because bad it's boy. unpredictable. Like, what's he going to do? Is he going to say something nice? He's going to talk to someone else. Like that's that fear. He's like a little bit too much of a bad boy. But like Aaron and James have like a different kind of a bad boy edge. James doesn't. James is all sweets. He's all peach pie yeah but james has that like my boy's in trouble I'll drop my girl's in trouble james would be like james is loyal he's got the loyal vibe yeah all right and there's a thing that goes with that i mean dude look at i can't tell what was going on there like is james really into shanae or was he just like yeah i i did find like, that interesting but no but i like was you're telling me those guys aren't watching the show but here's the thing i think that aaron is into genevieve Right. Mm-hmm. They clearly know each other from like San Diego and hanging out. They have a thing. I bet it was just producers being like, okay, Shanae, you go with James. Let's create a dynamic. It was probably just like a, oh, Shanae will be interesting. Let's check it out. Also, though, and, they, they, and the producers go, we got to have them together. James on a date. couldn't be a sweeter guy. Though, couldn't be sweeter. Which we know from the previous things that it was 
they probably were just like, actually, you've heard Chanae talking about you. And, and he, he was, was like, cool. Like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, my boy. Like, they're all, we're all friends. Let's Sick. do it. Sick. Exactly. Yeah, we'll do this double date thing. And then it shouldn't, dude, shouldn't, he's definitely Shanae's type. But don't get it twisted. Shanae's vibing, James. But Shanae said, Aaron looks hot. And so don't get it twisted. Shanae's going to be barking up that tree she's gonna do whatever she wants what she's gonna do here's what's gonna happen genevieve Mm -hmm. is going to be more and more attached to aaron Mm -hmm. and when aaron and genevieve are reaching maximum closeness shanae will be like can i take you on a walk real quick and then it's just gonna be like and it's just gonna start a absolute nightmare Cannon. and at that point justin will have moved on probably back towards victoria we'll see or sally right we, sally's, sally's a big about intro. to walk on sally's uh-huh. a big intro um and sally you know i will say sally looked very healthy you were uh you liked what you saw with sally walking down i thought you know just i'm just saying like she looked like her breath probably smells nice. She looked like she has uh, a lot to offer. Like she'd been spending some time in the sun. She looks really well Sun-kissed. read. Well yeah. read. Yes. Uh, Just glowing. You glowing. Know? Yeah, absolutely. The beach glow. Beach glow. Um, how happy. I'm so happy that Aaron and James are back though. The Broskis are back. Like I love Aaron. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Every time I see him, I smile. I just am like, I love him when he's mad. And he just said, respect and all that shit. I love that. <laughs> I love when he's happy because he's just like, dude, what's up, man? Like, I love when he's tweet. Like, I love every version of Aaron. He makes me laugh every time. Like, he brings so much joy because he's so emotive, too. He's so just, like, passionate mm-hmm. that, like, he never hides the way he feels. He always goes for it all the way. And then he always gets, like, and I love when he's heartbroken, too, because then he gets all, like, tweaked. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's fantastic. And I do feel like after the the roller coaster of Genevieve and Justin, I do feel like Aaron and Genevieve are great together. They're both kind of chaotic. They're both kind of like young. Um, they have that young like energy. They, they'll just build, like, they would be so fucking loud in a room yes. together. They they're talkative, they're loud. They both have like that club going energy. Can of you like imagine a game pinnacle night? of a Friday night is bottle service? Can you imagine a charades night with them as like a couple team? Chaos, screaming, and he's like getting mad from the moment it starts screaming. They're hyper competitive, hyper competitive. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of him. Snowman, babe. Babe, is it a babe, snowman? How did you not get it? Winter, How snow, did you not get it? Snow, snow, snowman. Babe, babe, honestly, honestly, babe, you need to take a break from this game because you are killing our team right now. How could it be anything other than what were you doing up there? Snowman. What even was that? <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. I love, it's one of my favorite things in charades is when people just say the same thing like, nine different times and you know the couple that gets like in huge fights outside yes. of the house when everyone's like eating and hanging out and they're like outside fighting like that's them beck and i beck and i are that couple that will fight right in front of everybody <laughs> no, 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 no no i'm not talking about the couple that fights in front of everybody i'm talking about the couple that fights outside and they've been gone for an hour mm-hmm. and everybody's like what did they leave 
Like, no, they're just fighting out there. I love the chaos. That's a rough one when your boy's in that mode, when they're like out front <laughs> and they're just, you know, they're like, on the phone for an you hour. You see them trying to talk to him and they're like, dude, like, let's just, you see him pointing at like going back inside. And then she's walking out. And they just like have their head down, but they're like, <laughs> and they've still, been out there for two hours. They still have a drink in their hand and they're like, fuck, dude. Like, fuck. Like, they're just looking around like, yeah, what's going on, you guys? So then we got. I mean, we do have the Victoria and the Justin situation. What a wild ride. First episode, we got Genevieve melting down over Justin entertaining Victoria. Melting down. And then just turns the massive 180 of a lifetime when Aaron shows up. This is my thing with Genevieve, dude. This is... First off, I love how all over the place she is, but it also, the hypocritical aspect of it really bothers me because she was like, she was making Justin, she was putting Justin in a position where he's like, wait, like, I don't think I did anything wrong. Your feelings, you're just, your feelings are being hurt by something like that. He is totally doing in like a respectful, considerate, way through the whole time as if she is not about to just do the exact same thing given the next given the first opportunity to explore something different to be with someone else it just like it triggers her insecurity in a way where it's like it's like the stuff that bothered me with rachel and gabby where it was like rachel's like well no now that it's happening to me it's totally different Right. And wasn't able to be there for Gabby. And when like Gabby's like supporting her. Oh, the first time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like that same kind that, of thing. Like first to me. Rose ceremony like, when they got switched around. Yeah. Like she like jumped up the moment that he's yeah. like, Hey, do you want to talk? She's like, Oh yes, I do. Yeah. Do I want to go on a date? Absolutely. Yeah. And at first it kind of hit me. Yeah. It, my whole thing is like, <laughs> so like, okay this killed me because when aaron came in she and you it's like you know when someone's kind of guilty they start way over explaining everything you know what i mean they start overdoing it mm-hmm. and the overdoing was when she showed when he showed up and then Justin was like, yo, didn't you, don't you kind of know him? And you guys kind of have a connection. You know, he was kind of like calling it out a little bit. Like, oh, interesting. He's here. Like, don't you guys? And she started saying stuff that wasn't even a part of the question. Mm-hmm. Like she starts going, well, he's not even attracted to me. And he's like, what? Well, no, like there's no reason why he, he's not even attracted to me at all. Like there's no question about it. He's not even attracted to me. And he's like, never even looked at me and never flirted with me once. And he's going, flirted? I didn't ask if he flirted with you. What are you talking about? He's like, no, he would never even flirt, but he's never even flirted with me. He's like, what? I didn't ask any of this. Any of the things you're saying, I didn't ask. Like, that's the classic. Like, no, I didn't cheat on him. Cheat on you? What? I just asked if you wanted coffee. Oh, uh, Genevieve yeah, I'm just is saying, also. I, I didn't cheat Genevieve on him. So it was is funny. someone where I'm like, I'm like, does Genevieve not realize how beautiful she is? Yeah, she is kind of playing it. Like, she doesn't have that. Like confidence she if she like of like hey i can do whatever i want dominating yeah it is interesting to see someone like that be like she has very nerd like very like swayed by whatever's happening in the moment i don't think there's any like here's the thing is like there's no bad there's no meanness to genevieve to me she's like 
she can hold a grudge because her feelings got hurt. But the, the I, I firmly believe the moment that that person were to like extend any kind of peace offering, she jumps on it because she doesn't like the whole thing of like being mad at someone actually really just stresses her like out. Like like how the she immediately moment she had the, the ability to be like, oh yeah. my gosh, like things don't have to be tense. Like, thank goodness. Me and Shanae are friends now. Yeah. Ugh. like, and she's like quickly trying. She's like, I, I just realized Shanae's not here to try to start anything. So it's like, it's all fine. She's like, the last thing I want to deal with is, is like, if Shanae's coming out swinging, like, I'm just not going to be able to handle it. Right. She was terrified the whole time. The whole time. And then the second Shanae showed her a little bit of niceness, everything melted away. Exactly. Uh, with the Justin piece, I felt like the only big error he made, because she was kind of like, she was melting down, right? She talked to every single person at the camp when him, when they went on, when Victoria and him were on the date. And, and wasn't it Johnny who was like, I don't see him giving a rose to anyone but you. Yeah. Like she was like, everyone was reinforcing her, but then all people were also being honest about the fact of like, Hey, this is day two. And like, yeah, he's going on a date. No big deal. And, um, and then I thought Justin did, did really great with the cake and everything, but I thought where he blew it. The one time he really like didn't help himself was when he got back right from the date, sat down with Genevieve. And was just like, what's up? And she's like, hi. And he's like, crazy day. And she's like, okay. And he's like, oh, you want me, you, what do you want me to say? You want me to talk? Or she's like, yeah. Can you just explain to me what's going on? And he's like, I mean, yeah, it was like a cool day. And like, you know, I don't know. He's like, I had fun. Like, yeah, it's goes, hard for me. It's hard for me to sit here and tell you that I had a really good time. Yeah. And it's like, bro you're making the situation so much worse by like you're not thinking about what you want to say. Cause I, my thought would be no. like this would do what, do what the pros do. They come back and they go, Hey, I missed you today. How was your day? I'm sorry. This was probably really hard. Are you doing okay? I yeah. think he was Hold on more real quick. Cause he, cause, cause they always go, are you doing okay? Yeah. I missed you too. I hope you're doing well. Did you have a good day? Yeah. I know it was hard. I'm sorry about that. Um, Oh, how was the day? Yeah. It was good. We had a good time. You know what I mean? Like we had, uh, it was really great getting to know her. Um, definitely felt like we had, you know, we had a good conversation. We had a good time together. Um, so yeah, like I just felt like I'm just in that place now where I really want to kind of see where things go with me and you. And I'm also just, you know, meeting her and I'm, I just want to be open and honest about this whole process as, you know what I mean? Like just communicating I everything, but also reinforcing where, where he just goes crazy day. Yeah. I just don't know. I, and it's like, bro, you can't tell someone, I don't know what's going on when they've been stewing all day. You got to give them something. I think that he was like recognizing he needed to, but then when it came down to it, he's like, fuck, like, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't actually, I don't think he knew where he was at. And I think he was kind of like sitting with her. I, I honestly believe if he didn't just turn around like right after that and see Victoria pull Johnny right when they got back from their date, just go and start establishing a backup plan for herself. I think if he had been like spared that, he probably would have just chosen Victoria. See, because their date I, was so good. They looked so casual and like, you mean Victoria? Yeah. See, you're saying he would have chose Victoria. I think if he didn't see her just immediately turn around to go make out with Johnny, he probably would have chosen Victoria. Yeah, for me, it was like, I think that 
he had a great connection with Victoria. He even said, like, there's something different about her, right? So he was connecting with her in a big way. Again, they didn't make out. Something to think about. Didn't make out. So that's interesting. She met out with Johnny in 10 seconds. They didn't make out. So they're clearly there. Maybe there was something missing there. Dude, that's where I'm like, Justin is like, I think he's got a little more tact on some of right. this stuff. But I just felt like he didn't necessarily do anything wrong. But he should have read that she was spiraling and given her much more of like, hey, I missed you. I hope you're doing okay. I'm sorry for what happened. But he made it so much worse by doing like, I don't know. Except here's Genevieve in like, that. Bro, so, so then you have to go out of your way to make a cake. And now it looks like you're Genevieve, reaching. Though, here's Genevieve in that. When he goes, how are you doing? She's like, I'm good. I totally understand. I'm just saying like. She, well, no, there, there's a plenty of ways she blew it. I'm not trying i'm more saying on on paper it's obvious that she was spiraling he did a good job he did was, he was nice i'm more like going okay where is maybe the holes here i also felt like yo i felt like genevieve you need to play it cool you know what i mean like play it cool this is always the rule we talk about it's like when you get when you feel like you're losing it because the second you act like where are you going people run but if no you act one like, likes desperate but if you act chill people start to go oh maybe I don't look know. at I don't look wanna. at our boy johnny the most chill. But he hasn't had someone ripped from him yet. No. Let's see what happens when someone gets ripped. Who I think Let's acts, see when Victoria like makes out with Justin again or something and see how he acts. Who I think acts chill and isn't chill is Jacob. Yeah. I mean... I, Jacob, he has weird, weird vibes to me, dude. The vibes? You mean when he's just like auditioning the women? Yes. And he's like, when he realizes all three of you, come make out with me. Yeah, dude. When he realized <laughs> the position he was in and he was like... Like, he's, you know, the uh, judge, jury, and fucking, you know... Executioner. Yeah, he's in that whole position. He loved it. And the the look in his face when he's like, oh, like, you really think you want to be with me? Lace, come over here. Make out with me. Let's see how it goes. Prove it. It was literally... Display. It was like a, it was like a prince who's been given the kingdom, and he's like, hmm... He's like, I think it's I'll do what I want now. About time. Yeah. It's about time. He's People like, started I can't dancing take to him, my music. I can't take him seriously, though. He just I don't makes think me laugh. Anyone can. You know, all, I do love his one on ones, though, where he's like calling out himself with women, though. It's like, dude, what are you saying? Like, he's talking to Lace. Oh, and he's, like, and he's like, he's yeah, like, yeah, like I went to Hong Kong. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, 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 not Hong Kong, China, like Hong Kong, the strip club. And she's like, you gross. Don't touch me. And I was like, 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 bro, you have all the power right now and you burned it still. Like, you, all you had to say was don't talk about the strip club you, you went to. You gross, don't touch me. This fool is talking about Hong Kong. The as strip if, club in Tijuana. Not like... Hong Kong, China. Not like any of the trips you've taken in your life. He's like, yeah, no, it's like my birthday. I was like, just, ne- you know, yeah, I'll go to Hong Kong. Like, my buddy said like, it was oh, really cool. interesting. You went to China? And my, no, 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 My no, no, buddy no. said it was cool. My friends all said <laughs> it was cool. He's like, Hong Kong, the strip club in Tijuana. And my favorite thing about it was he said it like she knew about it. Like, she's been like there. Like, everyone knows yeah, like everyone about knows Hong Kong. And they're like, yeah, no, 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 no. This TJ's No, 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 not, not China. Not China. <laughs> That's like saying, yeah, I spent uh, a year in Paris. And they're like, wow. And they're like, Texas. Texas, And he's yeah. like, oh, oh. Or like, okay. or like Vegas, like little Paris in Vegas or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, well, no, no one, if you say, I just, I just went on a vacation to Paris, no one thinks you're talking about Paris, California. Like, everyone's assuming France so it's just hilarious like his yeah he's so bad that it's like he can't even he's messing up 
when he has all the power, he's messing that it up somehow. That was one of the funniest things. You don't touch me. Uh, right after they, uh, right after they made out. Um. Okay. Uh, Brandon and Serene. I mean, they're gonna get married, dude. They they're incredible. The two best looking most charming sweet people on the show found each other day one and oh, they're no. in love i think zaddy mczaddy's and what's her face are the best looking oh michael the, michael and uh what's her name i can't think of it i don't know she's like the most perfect looking person on the beach she's literally like flawless every single time that she's on camera sierra dude sierra is like all about him sierra yeah sierra is beautiful michael's amazing looking they seem to have a really strong connection dude and and he's like what she's handling his like grief stuff really well and like yeah so that so brandon serene um sierra michael they all seem really locked um dude yeah i don't see serene and brandon to me like that is an immovable force at this point like you'd have to something would have to be devastating Dude, to, to break that up freaking branded just the i just can't say this happened to my boys anymore <laughs> he's crying because his buddies <laughs> nothing's happening to brandon no nothing's happening to brandon. he's crying because he he hurts for his friends yeah it's so sweet Stop. um i was stoked when rodney showed up the nicest guy ever like when i like i'll catch myself smiling when rodney's on because he's just so nice rodney's the guy that when he walks into like a party everyone goes rodney's here like what's up he's like hey guys i brought beers i brought whatever about the steaks like great smile great smile it's crazy whoever gets with him is lucky because he is a great soul Mm -hmm. nothing there's nothing you could say bad about that guy um yeah i mean i think that's most of it right who was it was who was when was it aaron who came on was talking to talking to somebody and he was like asking if he anyone had said that they were interested in him and they were like well i am and he was like oh oh well he but pulled... he's like not interested in them he was just <laughs> pulling them aside to talk to them and that girl thought that, they, that he was like into her and he was well, like, he oh. pulled genevieve Mm-hmm. And he pulled. Who else did he pull? Did he pull Haley? I'm spacing now. He pulled a blonde girl. Well, it was either Hunter or Haley. Then those were the only two blondes. Yeah, so I, I think, think it, was it Haley. might have been Haley. And Haley was like saying that she was into him, and he was like, uh. "But Haley went. Haley, no, but Haley went home before that. Haley went home during to? the rose ceremony. It was either him or it was um." uh what's his face i felt so bad for him that he was going to find teddy and then teddy was just gone and he's like wait what who did he who did he talk to hold on a second who's loose loose is lace no yes i have a thing here that says there's, there's lace and then there's loose loose is oh what? loose is just the name he called her yeah, yeah. okay I'm looking at this like breakdown and I'm like, wait, loose. That's this. Wait, am I missing with something? It's just forever now. Um, that is loose. Okay. So wait, Haley and Hunter. Those are blondes. We have Casey, Sierra, James, Brittany. Was it Brittany? No, it wasn't Brittany. 
No, he pulled one of those girls aside and was talking to him, and they were like totally interested in him and told him as much. And he was like, uh. What do you think of the fact that Haley's been on the show now as many times as she has, and she's never received oh, a rose? I felt so bad for Haley in that way, dude. It was like, oh, two for two. Both times she showed up on the show, she got booted right away. It's like, oh, I felt bad. She's so sweet. She's just not cut out for this. This is just, these are killers. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be willing to go, and she's just too nice. She's too sweet. She's too just genuine. She's talking the whole time. I just want to find love and I don't want to compete and all this stuff. And I'm just like, you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong game. I'm really excited to see what Sally brings. Yeah, I think I hope I hope Sally. Messes some stuff. She could up. really wreck house. I mean, look at all we know is that she was selected immediately. Colton's like, dude, like I am. Yeah, he was, she was she got him immediately one. and barely showed interest in him and then left it's it. like whoa so she must have like an electricity about her that makes you just like want to be around her the fact that she she got the rose and didn't even every want it. girl is so shook shook and it's like dude she wasn't even on the show a legend for getting the first impression rose and leaving ultimate power move it's a massive power move wow well it's gonna be um i'm actually really looking forward to this season not like actually but i'm just saying like i am because i think it's gonna be electric there's a lot of going on and i'm seeing a lot of previews of people crying who shouldn't be crying and that's always a good sign i mean we see like a massive upheaval of cast members in this too yeah so i think there's gonna be a lot of wrenches and i'm and i'm also sensing sensing that well people are on edge here is my, the one that I thought was really funny is how jealous do you think Jesse Palmer is of Aaron and James? Just that he wants to be with the, with when, the boys. When they showed up, he's like, fuck, I want to go down on that beach. So I think he was like, he's, he had partied with them in San Diego and they were like, dude, remember that legendary night we had? I bet they did. A hundred percent. I hundred percent. They had a legendary he, night at some club and they were like, dude, you I know, miss you guys. he has to. I miss you guys. Does he live in San Diego? I don't know, but he should. Because they all live He's in San Diego. He's got to live in San Diego. Where else does someone like Jesse live? San Diego. Dude, and they, of course, like, they are San Diego surf bro. Like, God. But I hadn't heard this one. Wait, hold on. I got the quote right here. I hadn't heard this. I wrote this down because I was like... Their little surf quote? The surf quote was... It was something when you got the itching for something. The only the only lotion is the ocean. Yeah, and like, then they had like some follow up. But my thing was like, that's a quote from two people that have never surfed in their life. Like they have. There's we no saw question. Clips of someone surfing. That was that was Johnny. That was Johnny. That was Johnny. That was Johnny. One hundred percent. So my thing was like, Aaron and James are the classic San Diego transplants. Like the guys who moved to San Diego and are like, fuck, I love the beach, but have never surfed in their life. And they're like, I'm a San Diegoite for that forever. And it's like, no. There's you just moved Jim here. bros. Jim bros. Hard. Who love the sunshine. Jim bros. It's going to be sick. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited. Um, Love you guys. Have an amazing weekend. Do you have any cool plans this weekend? Becca and I are going to an animal husbandry workshop. Whoa, you guys are getting real workshoppy. 
with the with the off grid, you know, kind it's of gonna alternative be, lifestyle workshop. Thing this going is on. one of the sacrifices I'm willing to make for our relationship <laughs> because I don't really like workshops and I don't really like people who attend workshops but becca is turns out is one of those workshoppy people <laughs> and she's kind of like you know wants me to be there right. with her at I a think workshop that's brings you guys together this one should be cool though i'm into it the place looks really cool i think it's gonna be very cool um i think it's really practical i think it's gonna be very cool to learn all these skills like the like the cob thing is we were talking it sounds amazing so that's great i'm gonna be working um, it is very cool i mean Becca's also really driven to like do this stuff. Right. Not just learn so, it, but do it. Yeah. So we're probably going to do like some kind of a kid's room. Like cool. if it's less than a hundred square feet, you don't have to permit it. So you can try it out. So we could mess around cool. with some of the stuff that she's been learning. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. But the animals things like my family's raised chickens. There you go. A couple, like a handful of times. But the, um, It'll just be interesting to take it with like a workshop and yeah. see like what they do with the... Um, nice. Yeah. I think that's like when you imagine yourself surviving in the woods. Right. It's like the one thing Practical. is like... Yeah. Like killing... You like could... Farming. And like say you killed a deer. building. Say you killed a deer. Like not knowing how to gut the deer is like the difference between... Very intense. Having food you can eat. Sure. Because you could fuck something up and then you get intestinal fluid all over the meat and now you can't eat it or it's poop meat it's poo poo meat well no. guys we just wanted to wrap this uh, episode up with some uh, very graphic material here you know sometimes evan when i'm in the middle of one of these end of episode <laughs> tangents and then you do a well guys <laughs> Well, you're going on about like slaughtering animals and, and getting guts and, and bile good. all over the meat. Mm. I didn't know you were a vegan. I'm not. I'm just like... Oh, you're one of those... So you're someone who eats meat, but you can't stand the process <laughs> of how that meat got on your plate. No, it's just... A- oh, no, it's fine, Evan. I get it. I get it. All right, guys. Thanks for joining. Oh, my God. Well, um... <laughs> In other news... In other news... <laughs> Um, we love you all. Have an amazing weekend. He'll be doing husbandry, husband, husbanding and husbandry. My dad, I told my dad about it and he was like, is it like, like you're like a weekend of like becoming a better husband? (laughs) I'll be working. He'll be being a husbandry and, uh, we wish you the best in whatever journeys and, um, challenges and victories you may face. We love you all. I like that. We'll see you you on next weekend. Kisses and hugs. Peace and love. Mwah. Or was it peace and blessings? I don't know. Peace and blessings. Amen.